Hello, and uh, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. Great show for you this week. Very excited to bring you. We had a, one of the probably one of the best musicians uh, I've ever seen, and you could ever hope for, in my opinion, uh, with uh, Maytal Cohen. Uh, she's a drummer extraordinaire. She's been doing these instructional videos for, uh, God, about seven years. And uh, finally put a band together um, last year. Came out with a great uh, CD called Alchemy. And uh, they finally are hit, hitting the road uh, this year uh, with Queensryche. And uh, only have only had done, done a few shows, and I was uh, able to, uh, to catch one of them uh, in Dallas. Um, and I also I realized I hadn't seen Queensryche in, I think, like 20 years. Uh, and I didn't even realize they didn't have the same singer. Um, it's kept, they're kind of doing that thing that a lot of bands do where they – they tour as separate bands where it's usually kind of like, you know, the singer and four new guys. And then the other version is like the other guys minus the singer. Uh, it's, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, um, skeptical to say the least, but it was, ended up being a really, really great show. But our primary reason of course, for being there was to uh, see Maytal and, uh, and interview her and, Welcome her to the show and, and check out her new band, which is uh, just her namesake of Maytal, which is M-E-Y-T-A-L. Sounds like metal, looks like metal. It definitely is metal. Uh, but man, she was so cool, and we had such a great time with her. And so I'm uh, I'm excited for you to, to, to hear that interview coming up here in a bit. And I definitely want you to check out uh, her website. If you go to www.meytalcohen, that's Maytal Cohen, and you can find out about the remaining tour dates. I think they're going to do like two more weeks on the on the East Coast. Uh, if you see it coming, definitely go. It's heavy as shit and just badass, and she's cool. And uh, the whole band was cool, actually. Um, but uh, she's just really something. I mean, when you think about some of the, some of the greatest great drummers uh, ever are, are playing. You prepare to be amazed because she's, she's the real, she's the real deal, man. Um, also wanted to tell you uh, about some appearances that I'll be making that where you'll be able to, to see me and uh, my alter ego uh, doing some, some DJ gigs as a DJ tricky kid, as I, as I often do uh, coming up uh, this week, I'm actually going to be in Las Vegas uh, for, at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in uh, in Las Vegas, uh, I'll be doing some DJ gigs. Uh, we'll be doing Tricky Kid Radio um, all through the weekend, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, lots of activity happening in Vegas uh, this coming weekend. Uh, DJ Tricky Kid thing at uh, in DeSoto, Texas. It's actually going to be for a a great event. It's actually for a charity event. It's called the uh, the Red, Black, and White Valentine's Fashion Extravaganza. And it's uh, going to be like a big fashion show with like models and designers, stylists, photographers, and it's um, it's a uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a fundraiser uh, for a local school there, and just a lot of just young good people just trying to to network and uh, put on a good event. So I'm very excited to be involved with them. Um, it's also going to be Comic Con weekend, so if you're also in town in Dallas. Uh, that weekend for three days for the uh, Dallas Comic-Con fan days. Uh, come by and say hello. I'll be at that all weekend as well, and I'll be doing the uh, the podcast there live um, on the main floor. So you'll get a chance to, to you know, to come see the show, and, and if you see me, come say hello, and 
and have a good time. Um, but yeah, so I'm, and of course, uh, coming up in May, uh, actually May 22nd, something I'm very, very, very excited to be a part of is uh, the Glow Cruise. If anybody that grew up in the 80s or even just discovered it later that were wrestling fans, you might remember the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And uh, all the old Glow wrestlers are actually going to be doing this fan cruise. And uh, I actually met all of them and kind of became in doctrine and kind of became part of that family last year. And so I'm very excited about that. Uh, go to cruiseplanners.com uh, and go ahead and uh, sign up, reserve your room, because they are going very, very quickly. If you've ever been a fan of GLOW and it's something that you missed, um, and because you know, there's never really been that much of like a fan convention for them for you to get to, get to meet those girls who are all so cool and so awesome. Uh, it leaves at a, it goes to Catalina Island. I believe it leaves out of Santa Barbara. Uh, but it's May 22nd to the 26th. There's going to be several excursion days. Uh, the main thing is I'm also, besides being able to, you know, to meet the girls and there's going to be so many fun activities, we're going to have an 80s prom on the final night. And me and the former Glow girl, uh, actually I should say former, because she, she's Glow forever, is uh, the girl that wrestled as MTV. And her and I are going to be doing a uh, an 80s prom with me as, uh, of course, DJ Tricky Kid, having a great time with the whole with all the castaways there uh, each day on the cruise, I'll be doing tricky kid radio with two different glow girls. And the cool thing about that is it'll be, it'll be in front of a live studio audience and then right there. And then at the end, you'll be able to uh, ask questions. We'll have like a live Q and a, so it's going to be a lot of fun in may uh, hitting the high seas with uh, I'm excited for, for you to, to hear this interview that we did with, with Maytel. I'm, I'm sure that, uh, if you haven't seen any of her instructional videos, even if you have no interest in drumming, you will be completely um, engaged and blown away by not just her talent, but uh, just um, just how easy, easy and inviting and just uh, you'll it's, it's hard. It's hard not to to be inspired by her. Anyway, I'm going to play you a song, though, uh, first off of. Uh, off the album Alchemy, um, and then right after that, whatever uh, you'll be able to uh, to hear the interview. Her instructional videos have been downloaded like seriously, like millions of times. And if you uh, if you've never seen one and you do, you'll you'll see why they're they're so great. Anyway, but now I'm going to play you something off of her actual band that's actually called Maytal uh, that came out last year from the album Alchemy. This is the song Nothing.
big mistake I wasn't good enough for you Maybe I can't hug with broken arms But I can see through who you really are Maybe I should smile and take the blame Cause I already carry all the scars This time you can keep your So here we are uh, on Maytal's bus here in the parking lot of uh, Trees in, uh, in Deep Ellum here in Dallas, Texas. Um, is going to be her band Maytal uh, is going to be opening for uh, for Queens Ripe tonight. Get all the questions out of the way that you've already answered a million times, and people you're sick of answering. Okay, first of all, your name really is Maytal. It's M A Y M E Y T A L. Okay. Named Maytal yeah. uh, in a metal band. Yeah. Okay, now and the name Maytal isn't really that uncommon of a name where you're in Israel, right? It's so it's common. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah, right? okay. uh, it means morning dew. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't like it so much when I was in Israel because everyone has it. A lot of people have it, but, but here, here it's, it's pretty cool. Your name is really metal. And yeah, you're, you're, okay. you're this big metal fan and all yeah. that. The second thing is, okay, it's it's uh, mandatory to be in the military. There, you spent two years mm-hmm. in the military. So we uh, Israeli-born, Maytag, drummer extraordinaire, a total badass that was in the military. Now, why do you, and then a drummer extraordinaire? So why do you think that the novelty, or also you know a, a really good-looking girl that's a badass drummer? Why is that such a, a weird concept? You think um, for people in, initially, at least. I think just because there's not many, you know, and you I don't know. Is? Yeah, it's just a quantity thing. If all the drummers were girls, then okay. if there was a guy, then everyone would be looking at it. You yeah, know? It's right, just sure. a quantity thing, yeah. Yeah, but do you think that there's an expectation that they have, though? Like, you know, the whole badass drummer girl thing. And when you know, yeah. seen your drumming, it's like... There's, there's no gender specifics here. It's badass regardless of gender. I think that the, the novelty of it did uh, catch the eye, you know, initially. But I think the reason that people stay is because they either like the right. music or something about it, okay. you know? Well, sure, sure, of course. Yeah. Well, but you have to say that. But don't you think that there's a certain expectation that since they might equate drumming or even being in a, in a metal band... Uh, as being something a little more masculine. Uh-huh. So they're expecting maybe you to be more masculine. Um, I don't think they expect anything. They're just kind of like big with just the way that I, that I am. Not like, yeah, first of all, not a lot of girls that do it, but then I don't try to be like a badass or anything. I always like yeah. just have fun and yeah. make it 
my own and I think that's what a lot of people relate to just like having fun and, yeah. and the way that it's like an aggressive music but I usually end up smiling somehow that was know? that was the appeal for me because yeah. I was like because you know there's a lot of those droning instructional videos and, uh-huh. and everything else and you know what no offense to anybody else, but one of the things that was really appealing for me was that nobody has ever been happier about doing anything than <laughs> you are. Like, whenever you're going, you're just, I, I first thought that was when we, you're doing what you love to do. Yeah. And, and that, that, I think that's a, a, a big deal. That's a, that comes yeah, across. It comes, it's it a comes across. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't think about it. You know, I didn't feel like I was smiling a lot, but then, yeah, that was like the reaction from people. Like even now it shows, you know, people say it and I, I don't even really notice it, you know? It's like, yeah, I guess I do. Did you ever kind of make an effort not to? Because you shouldn't. You should, you should keep smiling. Yeah, no, you know, there are some people that kind of get offended by it. Like, oh, you're playing metal. Why are you smiling? You yeah, know? no smiling yeah, in metal. Yeah, exactly. It's not hardcore, like, you know, but... Whatever. It's Those like, people can leave. You know, every, there's right. enough of people That's enough right. people That's to right. choose from. And well, also, if you can, like, if people can mis- mispronounce your note as metal, okay, uh, yeah. then you can not smile all you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Now, th- about what we're doing right now, because you're on tour. This is your first tour. This is only, what, like the fourth or fifth date. Yeah, this is uh, kind of a week into it. So it's like, well, here's what I like. because oh, really? So I've done a lot of touring in my life, and oh. spent a lot of time in these types of vehicles over the years. Oh. And so I loved that you were starting to explore, and like a kid, like, yeah. you know, because, you know, you've always been to metal shows or rock shows, and there's the bus, and now you're in one. Yeah, it's really cool. And then you're learning some of the rules like this, as I saw. <laughs> yeah, the no uh, number two on the bus. Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah, do you, do you know this? It's a, it's a, it's a hard and fast rule the the, the, the bathroom. It really it's, makes everything much harder, you know, when you have to plan ahead in that sense. I also also don't think that anybody actually follows that rule. Really? <laughs> of course, do um, not break the rule. I've been trying to get you into trouble here. <laughs> uh, no, so but, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say was, was it was also kind of awesome that you you know, just to see you be very candid and very, you know, very real yeah. and very approachable. And I think that's also probably the appeal. Uh, yeah, I feel videos. like people really, you know, my journey has been eight, like possible because of the people that follow me. My fans enabled it and, they, and they're a part of it. Yeah. And, it, and I think that's a part, a big part of my journey is like bringing them along and yeah. kind of just... Not knowing everything is fine. It's kind of well, sure. part of the journey. Instead of being kind of like this kind of, you know... Super cool. Yeah, and kind of cut off. It's like, because I, I wouldn't, I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't have been interested in doing any of this. Yeah. That's what I came across. So, uh, but one thing that I'll tell the people that are you know, listening and uh, whatever it is, you know that you're the most, uh, your videos are the most viewed and you're the most downloaded Israeli woman in the world. something where it was like even more so than like the president uh, now, the, now the prime minister you still got a little ways to go <laughs> from the prime minister yeah. i don't know yeah some some newspaper in israel said that i have more likes than the prime minister but I yeah know. in terms of the social media Maybe. footprint yeah. in terms of like you know because your videos are getting millions millions of views yeah so other than just being a, a a great drummer and everything else. Why do you, why do you think that's, that's, it's been so popular? Um, I think 
consistency and hard work goes a long way. Like people what? think, oh, they're just watching because she's a girl, or but it really takes a lot of work and and like dedication. Well, sure, of course. Like doing it every week, doing it in a way that people can expect a certain quality. Like for the longest time, I was uploading a drum cover every Friday and a vlog every Tuesday, and it's like like treating it like a real job and. And taking it seriously, sure. people can expect it. Uh, so I think that has a big part of it. Why it went successful? Sure, but but also you know again because mm -hmm. uh, it is something kind of very unique. It probably could be inspiring for people because uh, I bet you there's probably at least one female. Again, I don't mean to keep it gender specific at all yeah. because I because I don't like that. But I uh, is at least one girl out there that's like, well, I I, I could be a drummer. In a, in a male band, yeah. I want it to be. Yeah, so it's very true what you say, but it, it does actually transcend drumming. I, I found, totally like, I get emails from a lot of people that just, like, decided that they can do what they yeah. love and it's try to go for it, yeah. you know? So it's really amazing to me to be able How to... How do you make it look so easy? <laughs> How do you do it? It looks so easy. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. I don't know. It's just the way... I don't know. Well, obviously, obviously, you know the practice and everything else, but I think yeah. that you've got the, the camera on the feet. And, yeah, it's very instructional. That. Like it does YouTube in that way really helps a lot of people kind of understand what the drummer right. is doing. Now, do you choose the songs that you do? Obviously, some of it has to be about taste. Uh -huh. But do you, is is any of it like requests? Like people say, yeah, hey, 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 would you please do this one? You yeah, know? definitely. So, and what is the most popular? Like, what are some of the more, more popular requests you've gotten? Um, well, YYZ I did because people asked for it. Of course, it. of course. Yeah, um, Rush, Dream Theater, more of the progressive songs I wasn't initially into. You know, more, I like very rhythm-oriented, but simpler. Sure, but, but, sure. So I ended up kind of doing things that I wouldn't have done myself just because people really wanted it, and it makes me a better drummer to, right. to like, have a variety. Sure, yeah. Each song that I learned literally made me a better drummer, so yeah. I welcome the suggestions, like music that I wouldn't have initially Sure. Yeah. We were talking about this before, was that, you know, if you were doing all those different styles, you are basically in, like, 20 different bands. Yeah. You know, to be able to learn how to do all that. Yeah. And speaking of bands, this band that you're tonight is named after your name, Maytal. Yeah. And how long has it been together? Um, so this is our first tour, and we've only had two other shows before this tour, so it's fairly new. Sure. Yeah, the album took a while to to bring out into the world, um, but this is like our bonding experience. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So the album came out, what, uh, over the summer? It's called Alchemy, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So how did the tour with Queensryche come about? Um, you know, we we really wanted to get on a tour. It was kind of hard that the because of the whole novelty, people don't really know if it's real or not. Um, my booking agent. Well, initially we did one show at the Whiskey, and after that one show, suddenly it was real. People I was getting it. yeah, I was getting offers from like booking agency, from uh, management companies, and uh, and that's kind of like how a snowball started to happen and then with with this I guess we my my booking agent submitted 
uh, us for the tour, along with a lot of other. They, they have a short list of like 60 bands that, that they have to pick from. Yeah. Uh, and actually, Todd Latour, the uh, singer for Queen's Rike, he. So he knew my drum covers. He didn't know that I have a band. Oh, okay. So he, when he saw my name, he's like, oh, I didn't know she had she has yeah. a band. So he he checked it out and he liked it. And yeah. I hear that Mike Portnoy put in a good word because they're friends. So, nice. yeah, it was like a really lucky kind of... And Portnoy is kind of like the keeper of the, of the other drummers. If he says it's cool, then it's yeah. like... It's, 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 uh, no. That's, that's ironic you said it because, see, I didn't know that you had a band. Whenever I was putting together our guest list, uh -huh. uh, a friend of mine had, who's also a drummer, uh, had, was telling me about you and, and everything else. He was like, man, you gotta, you gotta see this. It's really amazing. <laughs> and I did, and I was like, you know, I would, you know, instead of you, uh, you know, I was very taken by, you know, the smiling and how personal you were. And I was like, we need to get her on the show. She's cool. And so I was like, all right, cool. So initially I was going to try to contact you, and we were probably going to be doing this by, by the phone. And then I was like, well, wait, she has a band, and they're going to be here, like, in a couple of weeks. Who are some of the uh, the uh, songs that you have, have taken on that you kind of felt like that was, like, probably the most challenging? Like, not to give props or shout-outs to anybody, but where you were kind of like, oh, man, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> Um, well, going into Anima, like learning Anima by Tool, totally right, yeah, man. I always, uh, it was my favorite song, and never had, like, I, I went into it like, oh, I don't know what he's doing, how am I going to figure it out, sure. it's like, it's really cool, but I have no idea what's going on there, so that's one that I was, like, really, I was, yeah, it was like a milestone to be able to, to, to do it, right. there, yeah, and to, to do that one. Um, and then physically, the, ch the most challenging, I think, for me was composure by August Burns Red. Okay. It's really heavy. It's like, you know, not totally my style. Again, I went into it because a lot of people asked for it. Sure. Um, and uh, I'm working on Bleed by Mishoga. I get so many requests, but yeah, I, I'm like four bars into the song, <laughs> you know, the double bass. I feel like I'm going to get out of that with calf muscles, like, size like this. Right. Well, it's a good training for, for the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, now, in, in terms of, of the actual band, though, will you guys be doing any covers tonight at all? Yeah, there is going to be one cover. Okay, so I'll, 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 I won't give that yeah. away for people that, that are coming uh -huh. uh, to, the, to the shows. Uh, or, or this is because this is your band. You yeah. put this together, right? I put this together, yeah. for sure. It was... I always... You know, got I wanted to be in a band, but finding a band that you really love the music and I I just couldn't really find that. Yeah. You know, and I never like to compromise and I, I like to do things kinda of my, my own way. So sure. I'm right there with you. Yeah, so I yeah, this was like the perfect route for me because I was able to sh do uh, covers of songs that I love, and then I was able to do my own music, kind of incorporating all the things that I love. So how did you find songwriting? Like, yeah. did you write songs before, or how, how did you find uh, that going from performing to, or playing, yeah. to actually writing songs? It was kind of a learning curve, for sure. I was really lucky to uh, have some really talented people involved. Uh, I co-wrote the album together with Sahaj, the producer, um, I was able to contribute more in sense of uh, lyrics, but his, you know, he's so amazing. I learned so much from from 
him about how to write songs and things like that. But definitely all the covers that I've learned along the years, I really developed an ear. Right, so sure. like every tiny thing in the song I've been a part of and you know, so you can kind of break it apart yeah, and kind of see where arrangements might go, yeah. things like that, right? Yeah. Now, what? How old were you when you when you first came when you moved to America? Uh, I was twenty-one. You're twenty-one, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so initially in Israel. Yeah. Um. So we had like a very small metal scene. We would go to club. Like there was like one metal club right, sure. every weekend, and yeah, all the you know the songs that I covered, they would play them, and we would go dancing, which is weird to a lot of people, because in America, I don't think, like, you have that, because you have shows, those bands don't come to Israel, so that's, like, yeah. what we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess what I'm asking is, is it... Well, initially, like, there's a lot of things, no, I, I kind of got into metal, uh, late high school. Okay, you know? okay. My boyfriend my... gave me a mixtape. It had oh, Pantera course you did. And, of course you did. You know, and Metallica and all that. And I always loved drumming, even as a kid. Like, I remember Duran Duran, Wild Boys, where it's like, really, yeah, yeah. I would crank, crank it up. Like, I loved the drums. And when I started getting into metal, it was yeah. right in your face. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to love that. And my mom didn't want to let me play drums. She put me in a tap dancing class. <laughs> My tap dancing class uh, teacher got deported, and I stopped doing that. And it was, but it was like always kind of like a love that I had. So then I asked my mom again, and she was like, "No way!" And I was old enough to just get a job and get a drum set and do it. Do your way. Yeah. So at what point were you kind of going, like, okay, I'm I'm getting pretty good here. Like, this is this is something that less of a hobby and maybe something where I could create a trajectory to where we are now. Um, At what point was that for you? Never really happened, you know? It's always kind of like a process. And when I moved to L.A., it was because it was like now or never. Because all my family goes, after the Army, you go to a university to study, to be a doctor or something. So I was like, I have to go now or I'm never going to go. And so I went, even though I wasn't ready. And just... Things kind of, you know, how I broke my back a half a year after right. school, and then I went back, and then I came back. It was like one thing after the other. Um, I read about all this, so I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. So, yeah. so um, there was not like one moment, you know, even the, the songs, the covers that I did, it was all just like a school for me. Right. Learning. So I feel like if there was a moment, it was before that I decided to do the Kickstarter. I was like, I think I'm ready to try my own thing. Right. You know? What are some, some of the plans? I mean, are some ideal like tours you want to get on? Or I some really want to want get to on a festival tour. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like kind of ideal, you know. Radio yeah. festival tour. Well, you will learn though when it comes to equipment that uh, it will be the bane of your existence. Uh, you and I will catch up in like yeah. six months or a year. And go, you know, you were so right because you know because because you go to these festivals and people think that you know that you know these three day festivals and you think that the band's been there for three days and it's yeah. not. It's like they show up yeah, about an hour before they're playing on rented equipment. It's not theirs. It yeah. never works. Plays. Gets off and it's just it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. No, it's not their drum set. Uh, it, it, it depends on. I mean, usually because since there's so many bands that have to get on and off, they like to try to do uh, just one backline, wow. depending on the festival, depending on backline and all that. So, wow. 
So you and I will catch up sometime in LA, and, uh, and you like you, people were asking since you've never been to Texas before, uh-huh. did you have any preconceived notions about the, 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 how it is? How it is? You, know, you should ask me tomorrow because I haven't left the bus. Okay. I had like another interview before this one, okay. and I don't know. I don't know anything about this place, <laughs> and okay. and we don't get to really see a lot. Right. We yeah. come, we set up, we play, and at night the driver takes us somewhere else. You know. Yeah. Um, I've been down at those, those roads before, before yeah. where you think, oh my god, it's going to be so great. It's yeah. like, all I, all I saw was... The street where the yeah. venue was on, yeah. Well, if you if you get a chance, because uh, after we're... Thank you so much for, yeah, for, for yeah. having taken the time for us. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy that you're doing this. And... Uh, uh, and uh, much thanks to uh, Maytow uh, Cohen for, for being on our show this week. Uh, wish her so much luck, luck and so much success. We were so lucky to, to get her on, and she was so cool, and uh, go to her website. It's uh, M-E-Y-T-A-L-C-O-H-E-N, Maytal Cohen. They're going to be on tour on the East Coast. I think they've got a couple more weeks to go on the tour. But uh, definitely look that up so you can uh, find out where they're coming to your town. And also, like, like I said, her band of the same name, just called Maytal, M-E-Y-T-A-L, uh, came out with a great CD last year called Alchemy. And you can actually can pick it up from that website and, and a bunch of other different uh uh, merchandise and stuff that they have available. Also, check out the links that I made. And don't forget to uh, to subscribe to our YouTube channel because with this actually very interview with Maytal, uh, we filmed it for an episode of what we call Tricky Kid TV. So if you go to YouTube.com and just type in Tricky Kid TV, like all one word, uh, look for that. Go ahead and subscribe. It'll probably will be up. I think the episode is going to be up next week. But you'll actually be able to see uh, the interview with some with some great bonus footage that we uh, we saved just for that. I mentioned at the top of the show about some of uh, the appearances that I'll be making over the next few weeks and over the next couple of months. Uh, and visit us at www.trickykid.com. That's T-R-I-C-K-Y hyphen K-I-D.com. Uh, if you're not already a subscriber, uh, definitely go to iTunes. Just type in... Uh, Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, and uh, and just click subscribe. It's free. It'll show up in your uh, in your iTunes uh, every Wednesday. Uh, so I'm Roy Turner. This has been this week with Tricky Kid Radio, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hey.